Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Alam niyo po napakasaya ho natin sapagkat every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Alam niyo kahit na hindi ho tayo nakikita-kita physically uh, o kaya naman ay magkakalapit, eh itong pinaka-importante, God sees us. And if ever you feel na parang di tayo magkakalapit sa isa't isa, thank God because God is near us. So kahit nasa saan ho tayo ngayon, we can worship the Lord together and really lift Him up. At alam po ninyo sa mga gantong pagkakataon, napakahalaga po na manatili po ang ating puso ng pagsamba sa Diyos. Kaya ho, sa marami sa atin, ito po ang panghikayat natin, alam nyo, very timely po dahil hindi na natin ito sinasadya, just na ito, that we are doing a series on Kill Joy. At ito po ay bagay ng pag-aaral natin on how we are to keep our joy despite the situ- situation, circumstances that we are in. Kaya ho, napakahalaga ho itong ating pong talakayin ngayon po itong series na ito. Now, alam po ninyo, as we are studying Killjoy, these are the devil's tools to steal our joy, to steal what God has given us. Because tayo pong lahat as Christians, binigyan tayo ng kagalakan ng Diyos. This joy is inherited to every follower of Jesus Christ. We know that, sabi nga ho natin sa series na ito, as emphasized by Pastor Peter, that the secret to joy is living a Christ-centered life. So Satan will do everything diabolically possible to remove our focus on Jesus. He will try to put in substitutes, no? substitutes na para doon tayo tumingin, para yun ang maging sentro ng buhay natin that will make our lives miserable. Kaya po, tulad po ng mga bagay ng kayabangan at katulad doon nung nakaraang linggo, sabi ho ni Pastor Peter na yung pong disobedience obviously brings misery. Kaya ho, obedience ang dapat sagot. Now, not being passive or not doing our part obviously is also will bring ano misery sa ating buhay kaya nga sabi nga biniinan niya if that is the kill joy then pagiging passive mo then you have to do your part you need to understand your responsibility ngayon sabi natin yung pagdireklamo grumbling sabi niya if if you're grumbling obviously that's a kill joy but if if you want to arrest this, you have to be grateful. Na hindi lang yun. And ito po, God wants us to be faithful and to have an eternal value. Obviously, it will be becoming earthly, earthly-minded. Nako, mabibigo tayo because the new nature that God gave us is always longing for something eternal. Kasi itong buhay na yun is eternal life. Itong abundant life na ito is always dependent on what will last forever. Kaya ho, anything earthly and temporary, it will give us misery. Kasi hindi yan consistent sa bagong nature na natanggap natin mula sa Panginoong Diyos. Now, ito po ang ating pag-aaralan, eh, napakahalaga sapagkat ito po yung joy na ito ay dapat natin maintindihan is supernatural. Now, let, let's read. Tingnan nyo, I have told you this thing so that you will be filled with what? Joy. With my joy. Here is Jesus Christ speaking to His people, to His disciples. It's my joy. It's not just a joy that the world gives. It is similar to the peace that Jesus Christ gives, that the world cannot give that kind of peace. Ito sabi niya, ganun din, my joy. Yes, your joy will what? Overflow. Because this is the, imagine Jesus, the infinite God. 
filling you with this joy. Obviously, it will overflow. Kaya ho, itong joy na to is something supernatural. Kaya hindi ito dependent sa feelings. Look at this. Kaya kinuman din ni Paul. Sabi niya, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So it is very clear that this joy is not based on feelings. It is Something that you can choose to do if you belong to Jesus Christ. Because God has already given you the power of choice. The power to choose to enjoy what God has given us. And ang ganda, all things work for good for those who love God and walk according to His purpose. Kaya ulitin ko, hindi yung pangyayari ang nagdidikta kung mabuti o mapangit ang pangyayari, kundi yung pong kalalagayan ng ating puso. Kung tayo po ay nagmamahal sa Diyos, kung tayo po ay malakad sa palatuntunan ng Diyos, obviously, lahat ng bagay ay mabuti. Sapagkat ang hangad natin is to grow in Christ-likeness. And yun din ang hangad ng Diyos. Because well, all things work for good. Bakit? Because, sabi niya, because we are ordained or predestined to become like Christ. no? That we might become like Christ. Yun ang hangad ng Diyos. Now, tuloy ho tayo. Kaya ho, itong ating problema ngayon na ating pag-uusapang killjoy, napaka-importante. Alam niyo po ba, itong COVID-19, delikado, daming papatayin. Kakaiba yung behavior niya when it comes to how it attacks our lungs. To some, medyo asymptomatic pa, kaya hindi ho dapat tayo magmayabang kasi, kasi nakakahawa po tayo. We can also be a channel of death to other people, especially for those who have very weak immune system. But, meron pa pong mas malalang virus. Alam niyo ka ano? Ito po, COVID-10. COVID-10. Bakit COVID-10? Itong virus na ito, matagal na ito, pero nag-mutate na ito from sinfulness to becoming like, ano talagang, ano, to maging, ang anyo niya ay selfishness. Yung pong sobrang makasarili. Sobrang makasarili. Kaya nga pong ating killjoy na selfishness ang ating pag-uusapan. Ito po ay napakadelikadong uri ng killjoy. Alam niyo kung bakit? Tingnan niyo ho. Nung sinabihan tayo ng gobyerno, for example, na tayo po ay mag-community quarantine, in-enhance na po yan, halos buong, buong bansa na. At ito lang po, hindi lang to tayo ang gumawa niyan. Maging sa ibang bansa, pilit nilang gagawin. Alam niyo bakit? Kasi nga ho, ang bilis ho, hindi nila alam pa paano gagamutin itong COVID-19 na ito. Ngayon, ang masinong hirap, lahat nagre-reklamo. Paano nakikitain namin? Paano na? Teka muna. Lahat nga hindi magtatrabaho para nga ma-arrest natin itong virus na ito. But when the COVID-10 virus kicks in, sarili lang iniisip natin. Wala akong kikitain kaya sabi nga ng isang biro eh, mabuti na lang isang buwan kang walang, ano, wala kang kita kaysa naman isang buwan na lang kang makikita. Now, mamili ka. Kaya nga ho, hindi mo lang iisipin yung sarili mo. Dapat, o oh, sarili natin. Dapat isip natin, kung susunod lang tayo, Pag-isipan nyo, kung susunod lang tayo, tapos sana ito kagad eh. Mas maaga tayo makakabalik sa ating mga kanilang trabaho, mas maaga tayo makakabalik sa normal na kalalagayan ng ating, ng, ating, ano, ng ating pamumuhay. Pero dahil sa katigasan at kamakasariling pananaw ng marami, hindi, ano, lalong lalala ito at patagal pa. Pag-isipan ninyo, iba nga, nagyayaan pang mag-inuman sa bahay. Yung iba naman, nagyayaan pang maglaro sa bahay. Nagtumatakas pa sa pagpunta sa, iba, sa bahay ng kaibigan. Para saan? Para magkita-kita kasi nabobored na sila sa bahay. 
No, gusto mong hindi ka ma-board, paghiwa-hiwalayin mo yung 3-in-1. Yung kape, gatas, o yung, kaya yung, yung creamer, at saka yung asukal. Baka sakali lang, matanggal yung boarda mo. Now, ito, be kidding aside, ito ganito kasama ho ang epekto. Even Paul himself said this. Basahin natin. Sabi ni Paul, But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times, what? Will come. Bakit? Tinan nyo, ha? Sabi niya, for men will be lovers of what? Self. Lovers of money. Boastful. Arrogant. Revilers. Disobedient to parents. Ungrateful. Unholy. Unloving. Irreconcilable. Malicious gossips. Without self-control. Brutal. Haters of good. Tinan po. Treacherous. Reckless. Conceited. Lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God. Holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such men as this. You know what Paul is saying? Sabi niya rito, lahat ng description niya na nagpapahirap sa kinabukasan at mitsang nararanasan na natin ngayon, all boils down to what? Selfishness. Kaya anong sagot? Paano natin ito gagawin? Now, allow me just to read this with you. If we will not, if we will just keep this COVID-10 or selfishness unchecked, sisiguraduhin ko hindi tayo magiging masaya. There was a study done, si Bernard Rimland. He writes something about the golden rule. A fascinating study on the principle of the golden rule was conducted by Bernard Rimland, director of the Institute for Child Behavior Research. Rimland found that the happiest people are those who help others. Each person involved in the study was asked, as in to list 10 people who he knew best and to label them as happy and unhappy or unhappy, as selfish or unselfish, using the following definition of selfishness. A selfishness, a stable tendency to devout one's time, resources to one's own interest and welfare. An unwillingness to inconvenience oneself for others. In categorizing the results, Rimland found that all the people labeled happy were also labeled unselfish. He wrote that those those whose activities are devoted to bringing themselves happiness are first are are far less likely to be happy than those whose efforts are devoted to making others happy. Rimland concluded, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you." That is what he wrote according to the counsel from Scripture. Now, grabe no, nakakatuwa. Paano siya sabi niya? Yung mga taong, hindi masaya, yun yung mga selfish. Kaya as Christians, we are already free from this COVID-10 virus. We are free from this supposedly from selfishness because we understand that we are created for God since we are already bought with a price, we are to live for Jesus Christ. So, anong dapat natin gawin? We understood that the secret of joy is always centered by, by living on the... Christ-centered life. Kaya naman, kung gusto nating maging masaya yung ating paligid at yung ating mga kasama sa bahay, we need to point them to Jesus. But we are to be a joy giver. 
Lalo ngayon, ang daming nalulungkot. Lalo ngayon, ang daming mga naboboard. Lalo ngayon, ang daming mga nag-aalala, natatakot. Mga kamag-anak natin, alam natin, misan, ang balita natin, kaibigan natin, may sakit, naging malala ang sitwasyon. Hindi ho nakakatuwang naririnig ho natin mga doktor who suffered, they died because they were trying to help others. Hindi ho madali para sa mga pamilya. But obviously, ito ho yung masakit na bahagi. Wala tayong minsan sila pakailam sa kanila. Kaya lalong lalala ang ating sitwasyon. Akala lang natin masaya tayo dahil wala tayong sila, wala sila pinapakailaman. But the truth is, as our situation gets worse, sigurado ho hindi ho tayo matatawa, hindi tayo magiging masaya. Kaya ho ang challenge ho as Christians, especially for us Christians, God wants us to be joyful, but since it will overflow because it is the joy that comes from Jesus, we need to be a joy giver. Kaya we need to help these people and really help them and point them to whom? To Jesus Christ. Dahil yun ang sikreto for them to experience the joy that somehow God made us experience and keeps on helping us to choose in every day of our lives. Kaya ho, ano ang topic ngayon? Be a joy giver, point people to Jesus. Ayan. Sabihin niyo po sa katabi niyo. Be a joy giver, point people to Jesus. Ulit po, gisingin niyo na ho, kasi nakatulog na ho. Be a joy giver, point people to Jesus. Now, pa- paano ho natin yan gagawin? Now, just for our, ano, to make it easier for us to remember and understand. Hopefully, makatulong to sa atin, no? Sa akin, ito yung paraan ko lagi. I always put some correlation para mas madali kong maalala. Kasi naalala ko lang ho dahil when Jesus Christ somehow sa, sa, sa sulat ni Luke, when He visited a house of a Pharisee, eh, pinakain ho sila and yet nasak, parang lalungkot yung Pharisee, sumama yung pakiramdam kay Jesus, bakit He saw a woman anointing Jesus with perfume and kissed her ano His feet. So parang labo naman ito kung talagang itong propeta ng Diyos, bakit he was fellowshipping with the sinners. Alam nyo, si Jesus is really a joy giver. Ngayon, anong sabi ni Jesus? Sabi niya, ikaw, pumasok ako dito, di mo nga hinugasan pa ako. You did not even welcome me. But this woman, he never stopped kissing my feet. So what, is that? what does that kissing my feet means? Yung po yung act of reverence, yun po yung act of such great, ano parang gratitude na talagang, wow, I revere you, I am so grateful for your love, for your forgiveness. Parang ganyan. So, yun yung ginawa ho nung babae. Kaya ho, as we are to be a joy giver, we need to revere Jesus Christ. As in, we are to kiss the feet of Jesus as a joy giver. Anong ibig sabihin? Hindi lang tayo nagpapasaya sa tao. Make sure that we're doing this because we revere Jesus. Make sure that hindi tayo maging naghumuhutot ng energy ng ibang tao. Na every time we are with people, nangihina sila at naiinis at napapagod. Hopefully, every time they see us, Christians, every time they would hear our names, every time na maalala nila tayo, they would just, ano, they would just get joyful because they know, puti na lang. Merong gantong tao, merong gantong kapatid, merong gantong akong kaibigan 
who loves the Lord, who reveres Jesus, kaya naman nakita ko na hindi ito, ito hindi ito parang hindi ito nalulungkot sa buhay. Kaya remember the word kiss. You know, God is looking for the right kind of servant. Yung bang certain kind of followers of Jesus na talagang nakikita sa kanila yung kindred spirit, nakikita sa kanila yung kingdom mindset. And obviously, when they serve, when they serve people, ang amazing dito, they serve as in sacrificial service. Kaya nga, they serve and they sacrifice. They're willing to do all of that. Now, just for us to understand, what does it mean? The kind of servant that God is looking. Imbang, anong klaseng servant ba hinahanap ng Diyos? Una, sabi natin, someone who has a kindred spirit. Tingnan natin. Alam nyo, sa Bible, ang amazing dito, when Paul gave instruction and exhortation to the Christians in Philippi, from, from, the, very first, from the very first verse of the letter, mapapansin ninyo, especially in chapter 2, may mga exhortation na siya doon na parang you are to be in one mind, one spirit, binigyan sila ng magandang example. Agad-agad, from that letter, pinasok ni Paul yung pag-introduce kay Timothy. Now, ito po yung pangyayari. Para ho maintindihan ninyo. Alam nyo, minsan ang hirap pong i-imagine yung sitwasyon nila Paul, nila Timothy, yung mga Christian ng Philippi. Kasi, sa atin, pagka may kailangan, katatawag ka lang eh, may papasa mo na kagad yung message. I-email ka lang. Agad-agad nandun na yung message. Nung panahon ko, medyo nung bata-bata pa ako, tagal. Medyo, no, may telegrama na nun ha. Ang tagal dumating. Kunyari, pag nagtelegrama ako ng, o ano, ng umaga, siyempre matatanggap din kaagad doon. Kailang-kailang putol-putol lang, konting salita lang. So, pero nung panahon pa siguro, nung mas higit pa nouna, katulad ng, nung panahon ng Pony Express, ayon sa aking pagbabasa, it takes a lot of Days bago dumating yung mensahe nila. Kasi pinapasa yung letter from one state to another sa magitan ng kaba- pagsakay sa kabayo. Parang circuit riders. Dami. So isipin nyo yun. Ang tagal nun. Iti lalo na ng panahon nila, Paul. Biruin nyo yung babiyahe pa sila. Kunyari, para makarating yung sulat. Kunyari, yung tulong ni Paul, oh, tulong ng Philippi, ng Philippian Christian kay Paul, it will take about two months to travel. Then, babalik pa yun, the another two months yun, kung sakali magre-reply si Paul. And that is if Paul will just write, write, parang will send the letter right after receiving it, obviously, mag-i-stay pa yung magdadala doon. So, pagbalik, nako, tinag lang, lalong, ang, ano, ang tagal, alos kalahating taon na. Now, pag-isipan nyo, ito ho yung pangyayari. But I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, so that I also may be encouraged when I learn of your condition. So, ang Plano ni Paul, papadala niya si Timothy kay, ano, sa Philippi. Ngayon, itong amazing. Ay, bakit si Timothy? Sino ba to si Timothy na to? Obviously, si Timothy someone familiar to the Christians in Philippi. Kasi nung first ano, missionary journey ni Paul, si Timothy doon siya naging Christian. No? Sa listran, dumaan siya. Then, after that, si Timothy went with Paul during that missionary journey. Kaya sa Acts 16, kasama ng si Paul doon, ay si Timothy doon. Kaya, tingnan nyo po, even in this letter, si Timothy seemingly was the co-author. Tingnan nyo sa simula, 
Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Christ Jesus. So, parang sinasabi, ito yung mga nagsulat, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons. So, when he was writing this particular letter, he, Timothy was with him. Now, sabi niya ganun, ang amazing dito sabi niya, For I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. So, he was not just sending anybody but sabi niya, he is now sending, sino? Si Timothy, a kindred spirit. Now, listen to this. Kung sakali ikaw ay magpapadala ng someone who would know and condition, di ba? Parang ini-introduce mo. For example, kung, kung aaten kayo ng mga seminars, aaten kayo ng mga ano, pag ini-introduce nyo yung speaker, you will always talk about his achievements, you will always talk about his, yung mga talagang, yung mga ano niya, yung mga librong sinulat, yung mga ganyan, yung mga ilang lak, gano'n nakalaki yung church niya. But surprisingly, yung kind of servant that, Somehow, Paul was looking, and similar to the very st same standard of Jesus Christ, it's not about the achievements or ilan ang membro niya, nila, kundi it has something to do with the spirit of this person. Sabi niya, he has what? A kindred spirit. Anong ibig sabihin ng kindred spirit? Yung word na kindred spirit, parang sabi niya, kaisa ko ng puso. Kaisa ko ng dabdamin. Kaisa ko ng direksyon. Kapareho kami ng gustong maabot sa buhay. Gusto namin pareho yung aming gusto. Yung aming, ano, yung aming, ano, hangarin sa buhay. Kaya nga, bagamat itong si Tim Timoteo ay Grego. Ang, ang parang hating Grego ito eh. Mistiso ito eh. Mistisong, ano, Gregong tatay na ang nanay niya ay Hudyo. Kaya, ang nakakatuwa lang dito kay Timoteo, ang Yung impluensya ng nanay, napakalaki. Kasi yung pangalan pa lang, yung word na Timothy, ibig sabihin, the one who honors God. Na bagamat siya ay Greek, yung tatay, malaki ang tulong nito kasi ay ang laking ay, impluensya pa rin ng nanay para mahubog itong batang ito sa pagmamahal sa Diyos. Kaya makikita mo yung sabi ni, ni Paul sa 2 Timothy, patuloy mong pamuhay uh, yung aral na natutunan mo mula sa iyong nanay at sa iyong lola. Yung ganyan. Kaya talagang malaki ang impluensya kay Timothy. Ngayon, tingnan nyo pa po, itong si Timothy nakakatuwa kasi in Sobrang mahal na mahal niya si God. Now, if they were writing, if Paul and Timothy were the ones writing this particular epistle, ang ibig sabihin, pag sinabi mong kindred spirit, he has also the same heart as Paul has. Tulad ng sinabi ni Paul na sa Philippians 1, gantong puso ni Paul, for me to live is Christ. So sa akin ang mabuhay, si Kristo lang. So in other words, yun din ang puso at espiritu ni Timothy, kasi kindred spirit eh. And for him to die is gain. Kaya wala silang pinagkaiba. Now, amazing. Kaya ang kanyang focus ay lagi doon lang sa either kay Kristo at kung mamatay naman, pakinabang pa rin sa Diyos. Now, nakakatuwa, kakaiba sila. Net, tinan niyo po ito. Tapos sabi niya, sa chapter 2, tinan make my joy complete by being of the same mind. So in other words, this is the kind of spirit that this guy has. Same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Now, may I ask you, yun, kunyari kung sabihin nyo, ako, tagka-Christian ako eh. Pero, ano dapat ang nakikita sa atin as Christians? 
Alam niyo, when Jesus Christ said to his disciples that the world will know that we are his disciples, ano yung merong isang puso tayo? Love. That you are to love one another as I have loved you. Yan ang sabi ni Jesus eh. Ang tanong, do we have that kindred spirit? Kaya alam niyo mga kapatid, nakakatuwa ho yung mga kapatiran natin ano, with all of this that are happening. Nakakatuwa. So many of them voluntarily found a way parang to help those who are in need. Meron po within, his bar- within her barangay. Nagkabot siya ng tulong ng makakain. Yung iba po, yung mga iba po, they even made some form of shield to help those who are in the frontliners. Ang isa pang nakakatuwa, mayroon tayong kapatiran. May prangkisa siya ng isang ano, fast food restaurant. Naku, namimigay sila ng pagkain. Eh, mahina. Wala, sarado yung negosyo nila. Wala silang kikitain. And yet, they were thinking of helping those in the front lines. Papadala sila ng pagkain. And they were so happy, feeling that they, at least they can contribute something. Eh tayo, isa na lang naman yung ating tutulong. Yung marami sa atin, wala na kang pero, wala na kang Di magdung ka lang sa bahay, malaking tulong na yun. Ngayon mo, hindi ka dadala rin ng tulong ng pagkain sa inyo. Hindi, kaya nga ang ginagawa naman din ng, mga pam- ng ating mga pamahalaan yan, ng ating pamahalaan, ginagawa ng kanya-kanya ating mga local government units. Sa halip na magreklamo tayo, sa halip na kung ano-ano siya sabi natin, are we really in one mind hoping to see na maayos na itong bayan natin, maayos na itong kalagayan natin? Alam nyo, mahirap makita. But for us Christians, if we will just model this, if we will just show them, katulad nito, we are on a, our individual houses to serve. Bakit? We're modeling that. We're modeling one that we are cooperating with our government's direction to help para ma- hindi na kumalat itong virus na ito. Yun din ang ating hangad. So, ganun din. For example, if you belong to CCF, what is our one heart? We never stop discipling people. Kaya nga, meron kami mga dis- dis- Zoom discussion. We never stop praying for one another. Kaya nga, nagpa-fasting tayo, di ba? Meron tayong intercession, fasting. We encourage people to fast at, at least 12 to 1. Yung iba-ibang ating fasting ako, I fast sa umaga ako, sa umaga ako. Tapos, Sempre I pray sa umaga. Tapos pag dumating na yung, ano, yung prayer, saka ako pinagpipray yung concern. So in other words, with, with one heart, with one heart, we pray for those who are sick. Minsan sabi natin, pinagpray mo na ba ako? Ay, alam mo, pagpipray kita. Pag tinanong mo, pinagpray mo ba? Magsisinungaling pa, hindi mo pala pinagpray. Alam mo, Christian na tayo, we need to have one what? Same love, united spirit. As in kindred spirit, yung 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 yung, yung iska-isa lang ang ating damdamin. Yung ating ano, direksyon at ang ating luubin. Ayan. Do nothing what? From selfishness, empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another more important than yourself. Sabi niya, do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is exactly the very heart of Timothy. That is what makes Paul parang decide to send Timothy to, the, to, to Philippi. Ito yung papadala ko. He will visit you shortly. Bakit? We have the same heart. He is his heart. He is more concerned about you. He is more concerned about your interest. He is more concerned of his love for Jesus more than himself. Kaya tinan yung karugtong yan. Sabi niya, because, in Philippians 2, balik tayo, for they all seek after their own interest, not those of Christ Jesus. And here, Timothy, his interest is something It's for the glory of Jesus Christ, the exaltation of the Lord, 
not for himself. Kaya ang heart niya, hindi lang siya kindred spirit, meron siyang kingdom mindset. Hindi mo sabi ni Paul. But you know of his proven worth. Ibig sabihin kasi nakakasama niyo naman siya eh. Nakasama niyo siya in the past. He was ministering with you in the past. And even with me, sabi niya, that he served with me in the fatherance of the gospel like a child serving his father. Hindi niya inisip yung nahiwalay ako sa magulang, babiyay kami ni Paul, ang lain ang pinupunta namin. Hindi yun ang kanyang heart, ang kanyang heart, hindi. I am willing because my my mindset is for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Ang aking, ang, kaya he was serving like a child to Paul. Eh, si Paul ay eh, nakakulong na nga siya nung mga panahon na to. Ba't ka dyan gumugugol ng panahon? Hindi ka lang pumunta sa nanay mo. Hindi ka lang pumunta sa mga kamag-anak mo. Ba't nandiyan ka kay Paul? Kasi to him, what's important is the kingdom of God being advanced. And look at this. And I will, ito yung heart niya. And, kasi ito yung pinaka- Anong mission ni Paul when God called him in Acts? I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Look at this. To open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. Si Paul din parehong puso. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or clothes you yourself know that this hands ministered to my own needs and to the men who were with me. In everything, I showed you that by working hard in this manner, you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. You know when he was saying this? Sa Ephesus. And the church in Ephesus was ministered and shepherded by Timothy. Kung naalala po ninyo. Kaya when Paul was writing the letters to Timothy, he was at that time pastoring Ephesus. Nakakulong siya noon. Kasama niya si Paul at pupunta siya sa Ephesus. He will do the errands. He will do the ministry while Paul was being imprisoned in Rome. Amazing. Because his mindset, the kingdom of God. Now, tinan niyo po, even parang sa niya, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. Kasi ito po yung naging problema sa Galatia. And Paul was saying, kaya nga sabi niya, I'm warning you as we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you receive, he is to be accursed. Now listen to this. Masakali lang nalilito pa kayo sa gospel and somehow hindi kayo sure. Ito yung Paul, tinulat niya yung Galatians to bring back the real gospel, to explain again the real gospel to the Christians in Galatia because they were being fooled by, ano, by, preachers na coming from, na hindi nila alam, kaya huwag kayong magtalo-talo. Ito, basahin nyo lang diretso, maintindihan nyo na. Now, itong puso, punto ni Paul. Sabi niya, For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God, or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. Remember, when Paul introduced himself as a bond servant of Christ, ano sabi niya? Paul and Timothy bond servants of Christ. In other words, these people, as bond servants of Christ, they are not seeking for man's approval. They were not seeking for man's applause. They were seeking for Christ's approval. They want to please Jesus alone. Kaya nga, sabi ni Paul, Therefore, I hope to send him immediately as soon as I see how things go with me. Kasi at that time, hindi pa sigurado if he would be released or he would be executed. Kaya nga sabi niya, but I'm trusting that I'm not 
Ay, gusto ko na siya ipadala sa inyo. Kasi I care for you. Just as I, just as Timothy is more concerned of your interest or the interest of Jesus than himself, ganun din ang puso ko sa inyo, sabi ni Paul. Yung gusto kong padala na sa iyo, importante si Timothy sa akin, gusto ko na ipadala sa sa inyo dahil yun ang makakatulong sa inyo ngayon. I also want to know your condition. And look at this. And I trust in the Lord that I myself also will be coming shortly. And yun pa rin ang hangad ko. That I would be given again an extension in my ministry that I can still minister to you. Kaya nga ho, sabi niya, I'm still hoping and looking forward that I would be released and I would be able to visit you also. Now, ang amazing dito, he did not stop there. Obviously, the person who brought this letter was Epaphroditus. And from Epaphroditus, we, could, we can easily learn the sacrificial service. Kaya, if we are to sacrificially serve, we need to understand, serve. Kailangan mag-serve ka muna. Tinan niya, ha? Sabi ng Bible, But I thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier who is also your messenger and minister to my need. Now, let me ask you some question. Ganon yung kakilala si Epaphroditus? Kung isipin nyo, hindi sikat si Epaphroditus. He's not similar to Timothy. Timothy, he was always being mentioned. He was mentioned in Acts. He was mentioned, he has a letter, a specific letter from Paul. As in Timothy. Kasi si Timothy is a preacher. He's a well-known preacher. Talagang at that time, he was ministering. Just as, talagang direct disciple siya ni Paul. Considered a child in the faith ni Paul. Si Epaphroditus, kung mapapansin ninyo, from the very name, <coughs> excuse me, Talaga ito, ang alam lang natin sa Grego siya, kaya wala siya masyadong account sa Bible about Epaphroditus. Ang isang lang maalala nyo kay Epaphroditus, sa Philippi, dalawang beses na mention. But here, si Epaphroditus, ibig sabihin yan kasi, favored by Aphrodite. And si Aphrodite, ito po yung goddess of beauty. Yung Venus ba? Pag sinayin mo na rin, Venus. Yan yun, Aphrodite. Ngayon, si, talagang ano siya, devout, to go devoted, ano siya, worshiper siya ng mga Greek gods. Kaya yun ang pangalan. He was basically Gentile. And pinadala siya ng, ano, ng mga taga-Philippi to help Paul. Mababasa niya sa last chapter ng Philippi, yung Philippians 4. And pinadala siya para tulungan at padala yung needs, suportahan si Paul. Kaya nga sabi ni David Jeremiah, this is how he was described. Epaphroditus was a messenger boy for the gospel. A servant for his Lord. Not, a servant for his Lord. Pero itong amazing. Before I continue reading that, balikan ko lang kayo sa verse. Sabi niya, Though he was just a messenger boy, listen to this, In the heart of Paul, he is my brother, my fellow worker, my fellow soldier. Ibig sabihin, this guy is a fighter, he's a soldier of Christ. Hindi ko mo messenger, eh, wala, mababa na, very millennial. Hindi. Regardless of your ministry, regardless of your giftings or calling, importante ka sa Diyos. You are treated equal. Para kang kapareho ni Paul, kapareho ni Timothy, my brother, my fellow worker and messenger, so, and fellow soldier. ba? Amazing. No, yung, yung, yung ano mo pa rin, yung calling mo, ganun pa rin ka tinutuloy natin sabi ni David Ben Maria. No task was too menial for him to do. No assignment was too little for him to accept. No risk was too great for him to take. He would have been comfortable with a towel and a basin. Ganun lang, pero alam nyo, hindi naman madaling ginawa ni, ano yun eh, Epaphroditus eh. 
Isipin nyo, he, will, he would leave his family behind. He would travel for months you know, in the danger of seas, in the danger of storms. Para no? To bring help to Paul. Bakit natutulungan? Nakabilanggo. Eh, paano kung maraming galit kay Paul? Yung galit kay Paul, galit din. Pwede maging galit din sa kanya. Di pwede rin siyang gulpin. But he was willing to take all those risks. Why? Because he was to serve. He was to serve God. Katina nyo. Because he was longing for you all and was distressed. Yung word na distressed was yung pang, alam mo talaga, sobrang concerned. As if worrying. Talaga, to the point of worrying. Because you had heard that he was sick. So, siya pa yung... Na, na ano, parang nag-concern pa sa sa inyo because when you learn that he was sick, paano na yun? But obviously, as a messenger, for us, for, let's say for, for financial support, aba, this guy is very trustworthy guy. Now, tuloy pa tayo. But, nagkasakit. Pero hindi niya inisip na may sakit siya. Inisip niya, kawawa naman sila. Paano naman sila? Baka nag-aalala sila sa akin. Alam niyo sa atin, baliktad, no? ito yung kailangan natin eh. But if we want to be a joy giver, dapat inisip natin yung sila, hindi yung tayo. Paano naman ako? May sakit na nga ako. Kawawa naman ako. Diba? Paano naman kami? Wala nang kikitain. Kawawa naman kami. Wala na. Ano? Hindi. Teka muna. Paano kaya sila? Ito si ano, sila pa iniisip niya. Paano kaya sila? This person is a really a joy giver. Si Timothy, he was willing to live. The mga per- Bakit? Kasi he was thinking of the gospel. Yung pong spirit, yung yung, yung yung, yung mission. Bakit? Because they know that this mission will bring joy to the people. Ito naman si Epropriatus, he was willing to live as in his family. Bakit? To help Paul. And at the same time, he was also concerned nung malamang may sakit siya, nag-alala siya para doon sa mga nagpadala sa kanya. Because he wants them to be joyful too. Kaya si Paul din, sabi niya, pinadala ko na rin kasi he was longing for you all. For indeed, look at the words, he was sick to the point of death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, so that I would not have sorrow upon sorrow. Muntik usok yung mamatay. Muntik mamatay si Epaphroditus to the point of death. E sabi ni Paul, buti na lang, sabi niya, hindi pinaintulot ng Diyos, naawa ang Diyos sa akin, kasi ayaw naman niya dagdagan pa yung mga pigati ko rito. Now, listen to this, yung sorrow upon sorrow, It was real in the life of Paul, but he still chose to be joyful. Bakit? And kaya, pati decision-making niya, ganda pa rin. Thinking about the joy. Therefore, I have sent him all the more eagerly so that when you see him again, you may rejoice and I may be less concerned about you. Ibig sabihin, sa isip ni Paul, iniisip niya pa rin, ayoko rin kayo, masyado na ko concern. Kaya naman, pinauuwi ko na rin sa niya. Kahit na, Malaking tulong si Epaphroditus sa akin dito. Kung magaling na siya, masusuportahan niya ako dito, matutulungan niya ako dito, pero masigit na, mas importante yung pangangailangan ninyo. Very unselfish motivation. Very unselfish attitude. And we can see that also with this guy. Kaya sabi ni Paul, Receive him then in the Lord with all joy and hold men like him in high regard. He may, he may be... A messenger, seemingly a very small position. But sabi ni Paul, no. Treat him with high regard. We treat him, bakit? Alam niyo itong napansin ko sa Diyos? Regardless of what you can contribute somehow to the work of God. In other words, whatever gifts na meron ka, yung gift mo, alibawa, 
o binigay sa'yo ng Diyos, gamitin mo yan pa sa Kanya. Huwag mo isipin, yan lang kaya kong gawin, ito lang pwede kong gawin. Hindi, tinan nyo. Sabi ng Bible, For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Isang katawanan tayo. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, kahit na alipin ka pa, o malaya ka, ibig sabihin, master, slave, walang pinagka. And we are all made to drink of one spirit. Walang pinagkaiba sa Diyos. We are all equal in the eyes of God in terms of we were all gifted by one spirit. Tignan niyo ha. For the body is not one member but many. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I am not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any less a part of the body. Sabi niya. And if the ear says, because I am not an eye, I am not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any the less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? Now, isipin nyo. But now, God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as He desired. You know what God is saying? Iba-ibang ating parte sa katawan eh. Hindi naman pwede lahat tayo puro bibig. Can you imagine mukha na purong, puro bukanga? Minsan oh? kasi gusto natin parang, gusto natin lahat nagpipreach na, ano, pare-pareho nakikita sa YouTube, ganyan. Hindi lahat tayo, pare-pareho ng giftings eh. Yung iba naman, gusto lahat, asa limelight. Pero alam niyo, tingnan yung katawan natin. Kumisan yung hindi nakikita eh, yun ang mga mas importante. Kanyari, mas importante, halimbawa lang ha, matanggalan ako ng ilong. Mabubuhay pa rin naman ako eh, basta mayroon akong hingahan lang. Iba nga dito nga nilagay eh. Pero, tingnan nyo, tanggalan mo ako ng, ng hindi nakikita, puso, apatay, wala na. Tanggalan mo ng baga, patay. Yung, yung mga hindi mo nakikita, misan, yun ang hindi mo alam na importante. Kapatid, hindi na issue rito kung nakikita yung trabaho natin o hindi. The point is this. We should never compare ourselves with others, but somehow we are all to serve, serve, serve God. Tinan niyo po. <laughs> Ito lagi ko nagigamit na kwento to. Isipin niyo na lang kung halimbawa sa guto mo, Itong katawan, nag-aaway-aaway pa. Nakakita ng litsyon yung, ano, yung mata. Woo! Saan ang litsyon? Kinuha ng kamay. Siyempre, kinuha ng kamay. Nasabihin ng mata. Huy! Tapos kasi susubo na sa bibig eh. Nakakita ng mata, tinitigan. Sabi, ba't ang susubo sa bibig yan? Parang, parang ano, ako nakakita! Isipin mo kung magalit yung kamay. Isinubo sa mata. Hindi nasakta ng buong katawan. Kasi kami kanya-kanya tayong role sa buhay. Kaya nga sabi ni Paul, tinan niyo ha? But when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are without understanding. We're not supposed to compare ourselves with others. Let's find out our giftings. At gawin natin yun. Tignan mo sabi niya sa Romans. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of your faith. If service, in his serving. He who teaches, in his teaching. Sabi niya, he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, let love be without hypocrisy. Ano siya sabi ng Diyos? Pero lino, sabi niya, kung ano yung gift mo, itodo mo. Huwag mo kamiyan. Ngari, ano kanyan? Ang merong ang gift. Halimbawa, ang, 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 ang lambot mo sa mga mahihirap. Gusto mo agad tumulong. Ngayon, yung iba parang hindi sila ganun kasupportive. Iba yung kalang burden. Huwag kang magalit na baka, kasi baka gagamitin siya ng Diyos sa ibang paraan. Diba? Iba-iba yung burden nakikita natin or passion. Iba-iba yung ating nakikitang need kasi 
intended ng Diyos yun para mapagtagpo-tagpo yan that we can meet so many needs. Kaya ho, napaka-importante that we are not to compare each other, but rather, we are to be faithful in giving joy to others by serving through the gifts given to us by God. Isipin mo. Halimbawa, gusto mong kantahan yung ibang tao, wala ka namang gift sa pagkanta. Na gusto mo siyang sumaya, kaya kakantahan mo. E pagkanta mo, lalo siyang nagalit. Ang sama ng tono, ang sama ng, sama ng boses, ang sama lahat, wala sa timing. Naranasan ko lagi yan, magkakakanta ako minsan. Gusto akong kumanta, asawa ko tutugtog. Nai-stress siya kasi nawawala ako sa timing. Kahit gusto ko siyang kantahan, naano siya para nai-stress. Kaya kailangan mag-practice pa ng mabuti. Ibig sabihin, kasi nga hindi talaga yun ang nat ano kumbaga natural at talagang yun ang mismong number one gift ko di ba kaya gamitin mo na lang ko anong number one mong gift kaya yun ang isang napakaimportante obviously when you serve you have to be willing to sacrifice kasi hindi yung madali tingnan niyo tuloy tayo kay ano because he came close to death for the work of Christ look at the words risking his life to complete what was deficient in your service to me amazing alam niyo ba sa kasaysayan, ganyan-ganyan ng mga Christians? Sabi nga ho ng Bishop of Alexandria, si Junisius, Most of our brother Christians showed unbounded love and loyalty, never sparing themselves and thinking only of one another. Heedless of danger, they took charge of the sick, attending to their every need, and ministering to them in Christ. And with them, departed this life serenely happy. Iba ho na matay pa alam niyo bang meram tayong mga kapatid, Christians, doctors, na sila rin po na PUN na iba. Bakit? Because they're willing to do the service. Tayo ang ginhawa na sa atin. Mag-i-stay lang tayo sa bahay. Mano ba namang konting sakripisyo lang? Just for others to be served. Tingnan niyo po. For they were infected by others with the disease drawing on themselves the sickness of their neighbors and cheerfully accepting their pains. Many in nursing and curing others transferred their death to themselves and died in their stead. Kanina nga ho, mayroon lumapit sa ak, nag-text sa akin para magpa-pray kasi nakakaramdam siya ng mga symptoms ng COVID when he were helping, giving food to people in need. Pinasabi niya naramdaman niya ito. And yet, they were happy. Nagpapapray sila pero masaya sila na somehow if they would, if ever God would call them, they were being called because they served sacrificially by giving joy to others. Kaya ang dami natin mga kwento, mga kapatid, they're willing to walk by, by kilometers just to serve, just to serve others, just to give joy to others. Hindi na ho inisip ko ano maaaring mangyari sa kanila. Alam niyo, alam niyo ba, ito po ay grace ng Diyos. You know, even if you do want to do this, kung hindi ang Diyos ang talagang kikilos, you'll never understand what it means to serve sacrificially with joy. Kaya ito isang amazing about Christianity. Sabi ng Bible, For it is God who, who is at work in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Hindi ito parang self-willed. Hindi. It is God who is at work in you. You'll never work out 
anything without first God working in you. Kaya nga, ulitin ko, unless God is at work in you, we have no will or power to work out the salvation that God alone can give. Hindi mo yan ma-explain. Kasabi, tinan nyo, ha? So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in many by presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Ano sabi ni Paul? Work it out, ilabas mo, i-exercise mo. Bakit? Kasi God is at work in you. Kaya alam nyo, ho, this is not just being naturally good. This is not just being by nature, lumaki tayo mabait, o kaya na-train tayo, similar to our parents. Paano yung mga lumaki na wala? Pero alam niyo sabi ng Diyos, it's not about that. It is a new life that comes from God, that works in you, that brings out for you na i-exercise mo. Kaya nang bilang Lord, ingatan mo naman, kasi nandiyan na sa'yo, binigay ko na sa'yo. Kaya with fear and trembling, with reverence, kissing the feet of Jesus, Work it out. As in, work it out. Yun ang challenge ng Diyos sa atin. Now, let me just share this with you. Sabi niya, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Friends, to be a joy giver, hindi yan natin kaya ibigay. Hindi natin kaya ibigay isang bagay na wala tayo. Kasi sabi ni Jesus, yung joy na yan, or yung paggawa, pagligtas sa kindred spirit, kingdom mindset, yung sacrificial service, hindi mo yan magagawa kung hindi ka mag-a-abide kay Jesus. Parang kaya ang larawan niya, vine. And isipin nyo, pag sa mong vine, yung source ng buhay nang gagaling sa vine, hindi sa branch. Ang gagawin lang ng branch, sahawakan niya lang yung bunga. Kaya kung hindi nakakabit yung branch, hindi magbubunga. Kaya you have to remain. You have to be attached to the vine. And obviously, ang gagawa lang yan, yung gardener. Eh yung gardener, iging rough na tayo. The gardener is God. If you read John chapter 15, the gardener is the God, the Father. Ia-attach ka niyan. At itong amazing, if you read further, Jesus Christ said, I also ask the Holy Spirit to be with you. The Trinity is at work. Yes, in, in you. In us who believes in the Lord. Kaya, ang sabi ng Lord? Kaya, so with fear and trembling, let us be a joy giver. Serve as Jesus served. Let's really point these people to Jesus. Itong amazing, if Jesus would be lifted up from the earth in our service, in the joy that we share, in the joy, yung ating countenance full of joy, wherever we are, whatever we do, wow people, they will see Jesus being lifted up in us and they will be drawn and this man will be drawn to Jesus himself. Friends, this is a challenge. Kiss the feet of Jesus as in kiss the feet of Jesus as a joy giver. Anong kiss the kiss? Be the kind of servant that God is looking for. Anong kind of servant? With a kindred spirit. One with God's heart. One with God's love. One with God's humility, with kingdom mindset, desiring to advance the kingdom of Jesus, who will deliver people from the power of Satan and be delivered from their sin and receive the forgiveness that only Jesus Christ can give.
And that they can see as we serve, as God has given us the gift, silbi tayo. Whatever gift God has given us, gamitin natin to serve. And let's do it sacrificially. Why? Wala namang sacrifice sa totoo dahil lahat ay galing sa Diyos. Kaya, be a joy giver, point people to Jesus. And here's the, the wonderful part. These things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. Let me end by saying a story. Meron po isang babae na ano po, talagang nagugulat yung mga tao bakit ang saya-saya niya. Parang sobrang siyang lagi siyang masaya. So every people, everyone, no, every people, everyone was really parang concerned what was her secret. So nung mamamatay na siya, nakagather yung mga tao, sabi niya, please tell us your secret. What makes you so joyful in life? Please show us, tell us the secret. Tapos, tinawag niya isa, bubulong niya daw. Tapos pag ano, bilong niya. Taga, yun lang yun! Grabe! Tapos umalis na, sesa niya! Tapos biglang tinawag ulit isa. Bilong, ganun din ako! Grabe, sesa So everybody who talked with her, sobrang sayang umalis. Alam niyo kung ano yung binulong? <laughs> Next week. Next week, next week, kasi kaya sa inyo, ha? kaya huwag kayo mawawala. Next week, de, chop lang. Alam nyo ka nung binulong niya? Gusto nyo malaman? Be a joy giver. Point people to Jesus. Kaya mga kapatid, let's really use this opportunity to be a joy giver. And let's really use this opportunity to point people to Jesus because there is no other way for anyone to be joyful, but to experience Jesus in their lives. Mga kapatid, kung hindi mo pakilala si Jesus, He was the one who died on the cross for you because He knew how miserable we are because of sin. And He knew that because of the sin, we are so selfish. Selfishness is just a symptom of such sin. Kaya nga, yung selfishness is self, as in self-centered, individualistic, narcissistic, Lifestyle. Yan tayo. Puro sarili. Sin. Kaya sabi Jesus, I want to deliver you from that. I want you to be freed from sin. So He died on the cross for our sin. And praise God. He can free. He rose again from the dead. Just to tell us, I'm giving you a new life. Therefore, if anyone is in crisis, a new creation, the oldest pastor will be all the new has come. Ang tanong, would you want to be one with Jesus? That you may experience the newness of life and experience the joy that only Jesus can give. Tayo po magpray. Our loving Father, I thank you that you know every person watching Father God this message. You know them who heard the message. Father God, I pray to touch their hearts. If just in case you are in front of your television, in front of your computer, in front of your cell phone, and somehow you have not really known Jesus Christ yet in your life. You have not really experienced this freedom of choosing to be joyful despite of your circumstance. Friend, why don't you come to Jesus as He is inviting you and said, 
Come, those who labor and heavily laden, those who are very tired of being selfish, those who are being tired of being self-centered, why don't you come and I will give you rest? You see, look at what he was saying. Learn from me for I'm humble and meek. You know, being selfish is really being proud because we think we're the only person deserving to live and God is giving you freedom from this. And he's saying, learn from me, for I am humble and big. Take my yoke upon you. Take me as your Lord. Allow me to be to take to lead you. Allow me to give you the exact as, as, as in yoke designed perfectly for you. Exact work perfectly for you. Exact giftings perfectly for you. Because I know you. I designed you. Come and I will give you. Rest, not only rest physically, but rest in your soul. If you are, if you want to accept that invitation, why don't you tell Jesus, Lord Jesus, I accept your invitation. I'm so tired living by myself, living for myself. I'm tired of being self-centered. I'm tired of being selfish. I'm tired of just thinking about myself. Forgive me, Lord. And my life is really miserable and I need you. Lord, help me. Help me to live according to your design. So I come before you. I humbly come before you because I know that life only comes from you and real joy can only be, centered, can only be experienced if we live a Christ-centered life and continually growing in your likeness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Father God, I pray for the rest and pray for every part of your body, for the rest of the family, or Christian family, Lord, both, in, both members of CCF and non-CCFers. I pray, Lord Jesus, may you just extend your grace upon all of us, that we will be faithful to become a joy giver, pointing people to you, knowing, Lord God, that they will never find joy apart from you. Thank you, God. We love you and we praise you. And may your blessing be upon your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can start discussing with your, with your friends or your family members, as in questions like, how has this global pandemic impacted your joy? As in, explain your answer. And you can also ask like, what can we do to be joy givers to other people, even your own families, and point them to Jesus? that this is the challenge that hopefully this can help us apply what we have learned this afternoon. Kaya ito po, ulitin ko lang, ano po naging epekto sa inyo itong global pandemic? At paliwanag nyo, bakit? Ano naging epekto sa inyong kagalakan? Bakit? At pagkatapos, paano ako magiging joy giver sa ibang tao sa ganitong sitwasyon? Na kahit sa sarili kong pamilya at maging sa paano ko sila maituturo kay Jesus Christ. Yan po ang ating pong gawin at patuloy kayo pagpalain ng Panginoon Diyos sa inyong pong discussion. Huwag kayo mag-away-away dahil tayo po yung mga joy giver, hindi hate givers. Maraming salamat. God bless you. Good day.